The cool down is brought to you by Manscaped. Ever since my Nathan started using their products, I can't cool down. Fellas, trust me, go to Manscaped right now and get 20% off and free shipping by using the code REF. Your ladies will appreciate you. Now back to Trev, Stoner, and my Manscaped man, Nathan. All right, Nathan, of course, is not here, as we said in the beginning of the show. He is in the process of moving. He will be back next week. Don't worry. But, yes, go to manscaped.com if you head there right now. Again, use the code REF. It's easy to remember. All of our codes are very easy to remember. Use the <laughs> R-E-F. R is yeah. in, in REF. E is in F. F is in F. Use that. Get 20% off your order with manscaped.com. I'm a big believer in Manscaped. You should be too. So let's uh, let's talk about this for a second there, Trev. Let's talk about Beal. And and there are a lot of folks in here that love talking about the Wizards as well. I know Gus does. Yam talks about them all the time. Hawk TV is in here, and he wants to talk about uh, the Wizards as well. What was your reaction, first of all, when you heard about Beal getting traded? About time. <laughs> right. You hate Beal, don't you? <laughs> I'm sensing a theme with this program tonight that Trev hates uh hates Beal. No, nah, he's just not that he's just a blessed just a black basketball player. Yeah. For me, you know? So it was time. It was just time. If Brad was making 30 million as opposed to 50 million, would you still want him run out of town? No. Okay, so the money was your big issue. Yeah, it was way money. too much money for the lack of production that he contributed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, what? Let me kind of backtrack a little bit, Trev. Okay. And what was your reaction when they fired Tommy Shepard? Stunned. Stunned. Right. Stunned. That came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. There were no rumors. No. There was no like, like little chatters. Like no. some, you know. And Nothing. they replaced quick. Yeah. And what would you think of the guys they replaced them with? Had no idea who they were, right. but it seems like they know what the hell they're doing. So Yeah, absolutely. That's I mean, they brought in Winger, Michael Winger. Yeah. They brought in um, Hawkins, Will Hawkins as GM. Michael yeah. Winger is like the president over over the, uh, the go-go, over the, um, the WNBT, WNBA team, yeah. the Mystics. And, of course, the Wizards. Then he says, I'm going to hire Will Dawkins as my GM. Mm-hmm. And Will Dawkins is very well regarded around the league as knowing what he's doing, understanding cap, understanding um, young players, understanding rebuilding. Right. And then they brought in their number one scout, Travis Schlenk, I believe is how you say his <laughs> name. Right? Yeah. So then now they've got this three-headed monster from outside the organization that mm-hmm. is no longer under the – Ernie Grunfeld, Tommy Shepard umbrella that had been running this team for oh, 20, 20 <laughs> years, was it? Yeah. And Ernie was here for like 17 years and then Tommy for three or four. Yeah. Are you so far, are you happy with the new front office for the Wizards? Yeah. Shake things up, man. Yeah. It's time. It's time. It's, stop, it's time to stop being repetitive, which is bad. Time yeah. started being better and good. So, yeah. And the only way to do that is make a change. And that's what they did. 
Yeah, I hear you. So they they've done um, they've done a complete. It looks like they're doing a complete overhaul, <laughs> a complete rip the band aid, yes. start all over. Yes. So they traded Beal. Basically, they traded Beal for Chris Paul. They traded him. They they Landry Shamit. Yeah. Right. He's just yeah. an NBA journeyman. Yeah. Decent player. Fills out a roster for you. Yep. Uh, a couple of pick swaps. <laughs> uh, for for which is I'm okay with a pick swap. So a pick swap is if I have the 15th pick and Phoenix has the 11th pick, I get to say I want the 11th pick, right? Instead of the 15th, and they just swap. And they're doing it a couple years down the road, so it's not they're not doing it during this Durant Beal Booker era. They're doing it when hopefully Phoenix will be terrible and Washington will be up. <laughs> and then they'll be able to swap those picks. And I, I believe that's it, right? Yeah. So here's here's a question for you. Did you would you rather have uh DeAndre Ayton in that deal? Which no. to be part of the deal. No. Why not? What's wrong with Ayton? He he's soft. He's too big to be as soft as he is in the league. He should be one of the most dominant players in the league hmm. and his size and where he was selected in the draft. But he's not. Was, he was a one-one. Yeah, he was a so. guy. Yeah, yeah. So no, you didn't want Aiton. Now Aiton's got like three years, one hundred two million, I think. On See, his, that's too much money, bro. Maybe it was four years, one hundred two, whatever. It was like one hundred two million dollars. That's too much money. Still owed. Yeah, I'm. I'm the same way. I th- I heard that the Wizards wanted him in the deal, but Phoenix said no. Right. But I don't understand why you would want Aiton. Why why would you want a lesser player than Beal? Let's be honest. Beal yeah. is a very, very good player. He's a better player than DeAndre Aiton. Yes. So why would you want to say, I want to get rid of Bradley Beal, but then I want to bring back a lesser player? <laughs> yeah. It's still a big contract. Humongous contract. Yeah. So so no. I'm glad they didn't get Aiton. No. And so now so now Beal is going to be out there in Phoenix, and they've got mm-hmm. um, you know, their big three now, of course, with Durant Booker and Beal and Aiton. Yeah. And they're making $162 million between the four of them. Trev. That's insane amount of money for four guys. It's also cheap. Cheap? Yeah. What do you mean it's cheap? For four guys? For this year, for one year. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. I'm not talking about overall. Okay. I'm saying for one year. Okay, that's a lot. So they they have reached what's called like the the first apron. I don't know what the terms are, whatever, in the luxury tax. Yeah. Which means they're limited in how they can fill out the rest of their roster because of the NBA salary cap. They have no bench. They got nothing. They're going to have to get a bunch of guys who are on like one year, yeah, $2 million dollar deals. Yes. Who are those guys? Right? Who are out there in the NBA but... that makes $2 million a year? Yeah. <laughs> so I think they're going to deal Aiton eventually. Probably. Because they just they can't afford contracts like that. But anyway, but Beal's gone. Yes. Uh, I was a big Beal guy because, mm-hmm. number one, he's a Florida guy. Number two, I thought he was a an, a very, very good player. Yeah. He's just not a guy you can build your team around. No. Right? He's a – I think he's going to be a really good number two, number three option. Mm-hmm. out in phoenix mm-hmm. but they tried to build around him they tried to say you're our guy we're going to give you all the money 
Yeah. And we're going to bring in guys to try and support that. And that just, it never worked. Can't work. So I was happy to see him go. So were you kind of, were, how did you feel about the, the, what they got back from Phoenix, um, the Chris Paul and the Shamit and all that? Immediate um, response was they're not going to be in Washington. That's just to get the deal done. They're going to buy yeah. all the contracts and become free agents or involve a third team. So yeah. I knew so, I wasn't like, oh, Chris Paul's in DC. Let's go. Because you, right. because you gave him nothing to work with when you got rid of Beal. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you were not, there, there was a lot of fans that were very unhappy that they had a franchise guy and they, they got nothing back. Well, basically got, they got like two second round draft picks, a couple of pick swaps. And then, you know, like you you said, when you had him here. Yeah, it didn't work. So, I—I I mean, yeah. I'm with you, Trev. This yeah. is what I tell people who got who get mad at it. Right, who get mad at what they what they got back in return. And I and just ask yourself this question for any of those who are mad. And I'm kind of looking through the chat to see if anybody was upset about what they got back. I don't think so. I think everybody's no. doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Uh, but. If you could have, if you were in charge of the commanders and the NBA rules allowed it, not the commanders, the wizards, <laughs> and the NBA rules allowed it, yeah, would you have just simply cut Bradley Beal and then not paid his contract? Would mm. you have done that? Yeah. Would you have just said, we, we got to get out of this contract, so we're cut, you know, like they do in the NFL. Yeah. Because they don't have guaranteed contracts. We're going to cut him and, and we're done. We're not going to pay him. Might mm-hmm. hit a little bit against the cap this year, whatever. Yeah. If you could have done that with Bradley Beal, yeah, a three-time All Star, a two-time <laughs> uh, scoring runner-up, cool, uh, All NBA third team once, once, <laughs> right, once. That's where he got all his money because of that one time he hit that third team. Okay, third team. Would you have just cut him for nothing? Yeah, I'd cut him for nothing. Yeah. Think about it that way. You would cut him for nothing. Yeah. So if that's the case, don't get mad right. at what they got in return. Because that's right. kind of a bonus. Yeah. You got some draft picks, and maybe you can turn those second rounders into Nikola Jokic or Draymond Green or you know, some other second round picks that have really Chris Middleton was the second rounder. Mm-hmm. So maybe they can turn into that. Next question for you on the Beal trade. <coughs> Sorry, I'm gonna mute myself. Can you name an iconic moment for Bradley Beal in a uniform? <laughs> an iconic moment? Yeah. Can you let me all right, hang on. Keep that thought. Can you name an iconic moment for John Wall in a Wizards uniform? I mean, I know you're not a huge Wizards guy, but I mean, being in the local area. Where he... I don't know, score like 40 points or something. Yeah. I mean, Beal's had 60-point games. I think he had 60. He did. Maybe Russell even Westbrook. a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's whatever. In the NBA nowadays, a lot of people get 60. Yeah. Booker had 80. <laughs> Didn't Devin Booker have 81 game? Get out of here. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, John Wall, if you remember back a few years ago, I think it was 2017, and they were playing the Celtics, and they were in the second round, and it was game six, and it was at home, and they were down two, 
and he hit a game-winning three. It wasn't right at the buzzer, but it was like right before the buzzer. And remember, then this was at home, and they won. And he jumps up on the table. Okay, I do remember that. This yeah. is my city. Okay. Yeah. And all this yes, that's an iconic John okay. Wall moment. I do remember that. Yes. Yeah, that was huge. It's a game-winning shot, game six of the playoffs. Yes. And then they go to seven, game seven, by the way, which they lost because Isaiah Thomas uh, went off. That I think he had 55 or something. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but, I mean, he was just on fire. Bradley Beal in that game seven, mm-hmm. I believe, had 40. He had 38 or 40 in that game seven, and they lost. If they had won – that might have been his iconic moment. Mm-hmm. And they would have gone to the Eastern Conference Finals Ooh. for the first time since 1978. Yeah, that would have been nuts. But that's the problem. And I'm and I'm challenging everybody here in the chat. I'm looking over <laughs> here in the chat. Does anybody have an iconic Bradley Beal moment? Nope. And he was here 10, 10 11 years. That's awful. Yeah. He's got nothing. He's got nothing where you can look at and you can say, that was the Bradley Beal moment no. where we thought we were going somewhere. That's And also that just explains why you should not be mad at what we got back in return for him. Yeah, it's correct. Uh, yeah, you should uh, not get mad. I'm looking on here. Let's see. Uh, I mean, everyone's going back all the way to uh, Hibachi, Gilbert Arenas, uh, <laughs> you know, to talk about uh, um, he passed the ball. Michael Stahl said he, he passed the ball to Paul Pierce when Paul Pierce <laughs> – made that game-winning shot in the playoffs where he banked it in and and the reporter said, did you call bank? He said, I call game. Yeah. yeah that was. I mean, that's Paul Pierce who played one year yeah. in Washington, and he's got yeah. an iconic moment. One, Brad Beal yeah, exactly. Play. See? Like, that's embarrassing. Yeah, that's kind of embarrassing. But he's gone. And then, of course, today, Trev, Christoph yeah. Porzingis got traded to Boston. Uh, and what they're getting back, and I think somebody may have put in, put it in here, but what again, they got back nothing. They got Gallinari, who's on an expiring deal. Uh, they got um, Amir Coffey. You know, never heard of him, right? I mean, he's had some decent uh, moments. Cool. They got, uh, I don't know, they got a, a third guy. They got a first-round pick. Marcus Morris. Yeah, that's who it was. Marcus, Marcus Morris. So now they've had both Morris brothers. Yes. And then, uh, and then they got like two second round picks and a first rounder this year. Okay, they got Boston's pick this year, so they got the thirtieth pick this year. Hmm. So they've got uh, one, two, three, four picks in the draft this year in two rounds. They've got eight, thirty, forty-two, and fifty-seven, I believe. And somebody can fact check me on that, but I believe that's right. Um, Trev. Mm-hmm. Corbin Irie <laughs> says Longhorns. I knew I liked this guy. Hook him. <laughs> it's just a shirt. I'm not a fan of It's just a shirt he found and yeah. threw it on, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we're going to uh, kind of stick it into uh, Nathan a little bit there. Yeah. The hook him horns. Uh, so they got four picks uh, in, in the draft this year. Yeah. Is there anybody that you think that they should specifically draft at eight? At eight? Yeah, let's just oh, say man. they stand pat. And they're still at number eight when the draft comes around. Um, who do you think that they'll take? Or is – I mean, is there anybody in particular you think they should take? No, but go get a big man. 
Yeah. You got rid of Porzingis, and Gafford's not the answer for your big man trouble. Sure. So go get you a big man because you got a guard last year. They yep. spent some time in the G League, a little bit of time for the main roster towards the end of the year. The Davis kid from Wisconsin. So yep. you have a bunch of guards already. Kispert, Denny could be labeled as a guard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is there? Dalen Wright is still there. Monte Morris is still there as of now. So go get yourself a, a big man, a nice four or five. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm kind of struggling to think of who they actually have on their roster under contract. I mean, they've got Chris Paul and they've got yeah. Landry Shamit and Danilo Gallinari, yeah. Marcus Morris and Amir Coffey, and then some oh, of those guys that you said. But they're not going to keep Kendrick Nunn, probably, who right. they traded Rui for. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not going to keep some of those guys. I don't think they're going to keep Monte. Monte Morris is not going to want to stick around. Nah. DeLon Wright's not going to want to stick around. Nah. <laughs> so those guys are probably going to get traded. Yeah. Um, I think uh, this is what Michael is saying. I think this is exactly right. I think they're taking <coughs> Anthony Black, excuse me, from Arkansas. Okay. Um, he said he's 6'5". I think he's actually 6'7". Hmm. But he's like 185 pounds, Trev. <laughs> he is skinny. And he shoots like 30% from three. He's not a good shooter. But he's a point guard. What? He loves to pass the ball. He loves setting guys up. Would you take a six-seven playmaker slasher point guard who can't shoot yet? No. <laughs> yet I say no. The one thing you can get better at is shooting. Can you though? Yes, you can. Uh, and I'll give you a great example. And do you remember Jason Kidd? Yes. Jason Kidd came into the league and he shot like twenty-seven percent from three and 30% from three for a few years. Okay. That's how tall was he though? He was six, five. Okay. Right. And he was a point guard. He couldn't shoot a lick. Right. (laughs) But there was one year later in his career, he shot almost 43%. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe he's top five all time in three pointers made Jason Kidd. Yeah. Yeah. Fact check me. (laughs) I I bet you right now, you, you know, Steph is one. Reggie Miller's two. I think Ray Allen's three. I bet okay. you Jason Kidd's four. Okay. I bet you in all-time three-point field goals made, I bet you he's four, Jason Kidd, okay. who is a terrible shooter coming out of college. Yeah, but. And he was a six-five point guard who loved to pass and who could slash. We're going to be a small team then if we, I mean, if we take him. I mean, he's six-seven. And then you got Denny, who's six nine, and he's a slasher. You got Kispert, and Kispert's six five. He's a big he's a, kid. He's a shooter. Johnny Davis, I think, is six four. He's a point guard. Yeah, or two shooting. Guard. I don't know what Johnny Davis is. Yeah, bro. Johnny I Davis. Either. I tell you what, Johnny Davis is. He's not long for this league. That's what Johnny <laughs> Davis is. He's, he's from Wisconsin, bro. I'm trying to tell yeah. you. I know you're right. You're right. You we did try and tell us, Trev. Don't pan out. You said don't get a guard from the Big Ten, and I was like, no. I was like, I mean, that can't be that bad. Yeah, you're right. He's bad. Gus says Jason Kidd's fifteenth all time in three pointers made. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Gus. Gus is our fact checker. Yeah. But man, I don't know. Fifteenth. The Hawk says um, 
Lamelo. That's, that's Lamelo Ball. You know, a guy six seven who can't shoot but can dish and drive and all that. I'm Wait, which one's Lamelo? Charlotte. Yes. All right. They're I like. Both, they both. They're both bad ankles, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's, what's the Lamelo's bad knees? He ain't playing like a year and a half. Yeah. Lamelo's been sidelined with a bum ankle like half his career. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw. I think I saw something about he's not going to be ready for camp, Lamel. Yeah, I know, I know, so, Lonzo's not. I mean, Lonzo might be done forever, but yeah, he might be. Um, uh, all right, I got fact checked on uh, on Jason it, Kidd. That's okay. I, I thought he was top five, fifteen. That's not even that big of a deal. He's at fifty, but still, as a guy who couldn't shoot, and you make top fifteen. All-time three-pointers. That's Go get that later in the round. But the eighth pick should be, like, someone who's going to make an impact day one. Yeah. I don't – I I predict – I I put this out there. I predict that if they stay at number eight, they're taking Anthony Black. I'm pretty, pretty confident in that. Well, and if you look at my track record, last year I did correctly predict Johnny Davis. And, and the year before I did – yeah. That's right. Trev's tired of hearing that. I've said it so Corey many times. Kispert. Uh yeah. My That's brother right. called the Kisper pick too, by the way. So you, you okay. gotta tag team on that one. All right, cool. All right, Trev. Well, shoot, you know, that's the Wizards. Brad Beal's gone, Porzingis is gone, Kuz is gone. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a ragtag year. Gone, bro. But I like it. I'm happy that they decided. I'm I'm super happy that Ted Leones is who gave Bradley Beal the no-trade clause that caused this whole domino, this whole house of cards to finally fall. Yes. He finally looked at himself in the mirror, and he said, this ain't working. <laughs> this, this ain't working. Hello? He's probably looking at, I'm making a ton of money. Mm-hmm. I've, got a, I've got a player from Japan. I've got a player from Israel. I've mm-hmm. got a player from, let's see. I mean, they had guys from all over the place. Latvia when they had Bertans. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I think also Porzingis is Latvian. Yeah. Right. Like um, so he's making tons of money from, from these guys and everything. He's probably said, all right, I got all the money. I, we just keep losing. Yeah. Something. So I give him some credit to say, I'm going to fire Tommy Shepard. Okay. And I'm going to bring in a bunch of guys who know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give them a lot of money because you know they had to give them a lot of money to pull them away from their current jobs. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pay them a lot of money, and I'm going to do this when it comes time to make decisions on basketball operations. This is Ted Leone's now. <laughs> He's shutting his mouth. <laughs> right? Yes, sir. Because I truly believe that those guys who had those foreign connections – yeah, it was important. I mean, he had Gortat. You saw how big Polish night became in in mm-hmm. DC and everything. Mm-hmm. He loved that. He loved that international connection. And he finally decided that it's not working. And I've been doing this long enough, and we need to win. So I'm getting out of the way. Hey, Washington's about winning now. All of a sudden, everybody's mm-hmm. turning over. You know, Are, do you think that they're getting a little bit of a reputation a good reputation around the league that hey washington is no longer washington they're washington right for both nfl and the nba 
Yeah, don't you kind of feel that way as a Lakers guy and a Bulls guy, yeah. right? You've always looked at Washington as, you know, they're Washington. They're yeah. Just, don't know what exactly. they're doing. Right? Mm-hmm. Does Do you see kind of the mm-hmm. perception of the Wizards changing? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I do too. Anyway. Yeah, yes, do. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a lean couple of years. Trust mm-hmm. me, it's going to be bad. They're going to win 20 games a year. Oof. It's going to be bad. That means they're going to lose 60 some odd games. Yeah, two tickets, though. I'll be going so, a couple of games. <laughs> that's right. All right, so Trev, let's uh, let's end it on that right there. Uh, we appreciate any everybody who is in here, especially here at the end with the Wizards talk, with Yam and Gus and and Hawk TV and 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 all the folks who are in here all day long with TJ, Too Nasty for you, Uptown Dre, Michael, um, Allison was in here, Poke Ed, I think Poke Ed. I'm not sure I always get that right. Corbin Irie was in here. Um, as I said, Yam, we always love having Yam. Nathan was in here. EP was in here for a little bit. We had all yep. kinds of folks, and we really appreciate all of you. Again, we've got big stuff coming uh, down the road here, so you're going to want to pay attention to what we got going on. And uh, we appreciate our sponsors at Manscaped, Caldera Lab, and Don't Sleep Energy. And, of course, you can catch us all the time on our mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Make sure you hit, hit that like button. Hit the uh, subscribe button and, of course, um, hit the notifications so that you know when we're putting stuff out there. We're always here Wednesday night live, 7.30 p.m., and we've got content going out almost daily, so keep an eye on that. Trev, any last yep. words? Hook them horns. Hook, oh, man. I'm not okay. I'm not part of that, Nathan. That wasn't me. I didn't put him up to that. So appreciate everybody uh, being in here. And, folks, until next time, Trev. Be a fan. Yes, sir.